Alright, what's happening everyone? Welcome to another episode of my unconventional podcast. Today, we have Marlo Reyes on the show. And uh, boy, does she have a lot to talk about today. She wants to talk... She wanted to talk about this, okay? Um, she she talks about the dating scene here in the United States compared to Mexico, because she's originally from Mexico, and how, how different it is, how weird it is. Um... I mean, I I kind of agree with her, but still, we'll hear her take. Uh, we're going to talk about the LGBTQ community. I think I said it right. If I didn't, I am so sorry. But she blew my mind, absolutely blew my mind, because she talked about pansexuality. I didn't even know what that was, but she's going to talk about it right now. So I'm going to shut up so you guys can enjoy and listen to this lovely podcast follow me on twitter and instagram at alex perez fc and subscribe to the show on apple podcasts and on spotify enjoy Okay, so are we like scheduling breakups now or something? Because you were talking about something really peculiar before we started recording. And apparently now we schedule breakups. So tell us your story, please. Oh my God. <laughs> Hi. Um, well, so I'm going through a bit of a, a breakup right now. I don't even know if I can call it that because we weren't like official boyfriend and girlfriend, but we were going out for a while, me and this uh, white dude, which I feel like it's important to say that it was a white dude just because privilege. I mean, <laughs> what? And um, <laughs> uh, I'm sorry. I'm like zero careful with what I say. And um, I, I thought things were going chill. Like everything was cool. And then last week, he, like, canceled on me, like, last minute, right? And it's not the first time. So I was like, hey, you know what? I had never told you this because I have anxiety. So it makes me really, really anxious to tell people things that they, it might bother them. But it really bothers me when you cancel on me last minute because, like, I feel like I'm the last like on your list of important things or important people in your life. And it hurts my feelings. So and he was like, I'm so sorry. Like it was all chill. So then we're like Snapchatting Saturday night and he just stops responding. And I was like, oh my God. Like next day I went to see Jonathan Vaness and legit the whole time I was like, what if he got into like an accident? Like what if he died? Like what if there's something wrong? Like I was so freaking like, just worried about him. No, he just didn't want to respond. Like, he was just like, uh, yeah, chill, whatever. And I was like, bitch, I'm going to fuck you up. Wait, can you swear on your podcast? Of course. It is explicit. <laughs> of course you can swear. Say, say what you want as long as it's, you know, you know what we talked yeah. about earlier. <laughs> yeah. Um, so then I was like, on Monday, we were going to an emo party this weekend. An emo and party. Yes, it's like my chemical romance, that kind of vibe, old school. And okay. it's, a, it's a, you're too young, but it's a MySpace emo prom party. But I had a it's MySpace. 
You had MySpace? Yeah, on like the dying days. I had a MySpace yeah, account. Your your faves and everything, your top five or whatever. Yes, yes. Um, yeah. Um, so they're doing a party and it's gonna be pretty cool. So he was gonna go with us. He was gonna be like my prom date, you know? Because that's what you do when you're <laughs> fucking dating someone. Yes. So then he like I asked him, I was like, hey, they they added the the address for this because they were like it was like a last minute thing, the address, like like a surprise or whatever. He was like, I was like, hey, the address added the address. And we talked about it. And then he, I was like, hey, is everything okay? Because you seem weird. He was like, um, you know, I just like, um, I don't know. I've been like struggling this last days. And I don't know how I feel. I just think that we need to like talk about this in person because the thing you told me on Friday made me like reflect on things. And I was like, bitch, I'm gonna fuck you up. And I was like, okay, yeah, no, chill. I was like, of course, yeah, no, that's fine. Let's talk about it. Um, am I supposed like, should I get worried? And he was like, if it makes just this sentence just made me get so mad. You have no idea. It's like, I was just so pissed. He's like, if this is any comfort, you are not the only person I am cutting ties with. Uh, Excuse me, what the fuck did you say? <laughs> uh, and what did he refer to when he said that? Or right? It's like, he... first of all, are you dating many people when we said we were exclusive, bitch? And if not, like, are you treating me as if I was another one of your friends only? And that's why you refer to the term cutting ties just like with everyone else. Like, do I not even get that official like breakup term just because we weren't girlfriend and boyfriend? Like, I don't, I don't well, get it. Well, I feel like a lot of the terminology is off because first of all, cutting ties. What is this? An NFL team releasing their like third string running back. Are you fucking kidding me? It's, no, you don't just cut ties with someone. How long have you have you guys been talking? And I fucking hate that term, talking. We're talking, we met, right? We've been talking. Uh, <laughs> I fucking hate we it. Met the like the first week of February. Okay, Super Bowl week. Uh huh. Okay. Yes. <laughs> no, it's been a long time then. Yeah, yeah, and our second date was literally like valentine's day but it was really funny because like we were chilling in my apartment and we were both like oh it's valentine's day that's so awkward it's a second date oh my god and they were just like do you care and i was like nah honestly i don't like valentine's day he was like i fucking hate it and i was like oh my god <laughs> this is awesome <laughs> i was terrible uh, was terribly good yeah and but still i'm still so, kind of having yeah. a problem with like how he just says i'm cutting, cutting ties. ties yeah right so um so yeah then i was like okay so um i guess we need to talk about it in person you said and he was like yeah um can we do this whatever day so and i was like nah i got shit to do bro but can you do friday and he was like i'll make that work marlo and i was like first of fucking all <laughs> rude <laughs> like who's the one cutting ties with who bro yeah. <laughs> I can make it work, Marlo. Like, um, are you gonna say my second and last name in the next text? Like, how official is this? Do I need my carp? 
the corporate's not a thing in English. Do I need my social security number or something for this cutting ties? Or is it fine? Is there going to be a contract? How does this work? Like, does am it I getting have to be like, at the city hall? Do I get unemployment? Does it? No. Okay. So any benefits I get from this? Mm-mm, no. <laughs> Exciting. Oh my god. Okay. So well, getting back up with tomorrow. Yeah. That first of all, like I said earlier, I'm so sorry to hear that. I hope it all goes well, and I hope uh, no no punches are thrown. Because you said, um, I'll, bitch, I'll fuck you up twice. So <laughs> well, I'm kind of worried. Life, I've never in my life punched someone. Okay. But I literally said to my roommate, like, dude, this might be the one time. Oh, this might be the one the one time you, you, you throw the jab in the right and boom, down he goes. Oh, boy. I'm just mad, dude. Like, I honestly, like, hadn't met someone that I had such a connection with in so long. And, like, for a white person, he was just so, like... God, he was just—I hate the word woke, but he was like he was just so, like he was just so aware of the shit going on. Like he was yeah. so aware of. Like, I mean, I I identify as pansexual and I'm bipolar, so I'm pretty fucking complicated. <laughs> and I have like really bad anxiety. So, like even me is a bit of a task, but like he was like pretty aware of everything. And like my first day, I was like, "Hey, yo, so like, I'm." sick uh literally and i get super needy sometimes because like meds aren't enough and i get really really down and i like need some extra loving sometimes so like i just want you to know that also like i try like i attempted suicide like last year so i think those are things you need to know so it was like my first date opener mm-hmm and, and it's like, okay, he was so aware. And he was like, every time he would be like, I cannot say that I know what you're going through because I don't, but I'm here for you. And this and that, it's like, uh, yeah. Gorgeous. He met my mom, Alex. Oh. Met my But It's like, what are you two are doing? Like, you know, sometimes <laughs> I feel like meeting the parents doesn't even mean anything anymore. No, we like took her out for dinner. Oh, oh. Yeah, no, it wasn't because my mom lives in Mexico. Like, it wasn't like a casual meeting. Like, they literally, like, we literally got together for, go, went out to have Thai food. Like, it was like, uh, a, like a going out, taking my mom out to dinner so he could specifically meet her. Wow. Okay. Well, then that, that yeah, that has a different meaning because you right? planned this entire thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, let me make a parenthesis here and, and, yeah. and like, right here. And let me ask, out of my ignorance, I, I, <laughs> I, I do this show to learn a little bit of people and, uh, yeah. and, and, and uh, about what, what people go through and something interesting about them. You mentioned yeah. pansexual and my mind just like exploded. What does yeah. pansexual mean? Okay, so um, there's LGBTQ that does not even say P in it because we are super just not loved in the community, but... Um, so, you know, the term bisexual, right? So bisexual is being attracted to both women and men Mm -hmm. and pansexual came out of the idea of now that we have like gender neutral and like transsexual and like all these different terms, pansexual goes for the, for the inside of a person sort of. So like, I don't know if you know, in Spanish, that's that, that like saying of like, um, 
they drive on one side of the street and they change sides of the street or something like that when they're gay. Mm -hmm. So when you're bisexual, you drive in the middle of the street. But when you're pansexual, there's just no lanes. Like you don't see lanes. You see, you see, you see people. That's it. So for me, like when I meet a person, I don't see like, do they have a vagina? Do they have a penis? I'm just like, this is a human being. And I'm attracted to people because of like the energy that they give me. The, Mm -hmm. Like, I, I mean, I find people physically attractive as well. Don't get me wrong. I'm not blind, but not being mean to anyone blind, by the way. But I just don't like, <laughs> I just, I just don't see that difference between anyone. Like I've, oh my God, I sure hope my parents do not listen to this because <laughs> <laughs> um, but I, like I've gone out with like a transsexual person for a while. Okay. And. Um, bisexual is a very dividing term. They define themselves as a they and them, not he, she, or she. I mean, he, him, she, her, whatever. Uh Um, But they, them, right? So it's just like accepting all of the different terms and putting them all together and being like, okay, I just like people for people and for human beings and not for what sex they are, just what person they are. Like, if you're super cool, I don't care what is hanging off your body, if that makes sense. Okay. Yeah. That makes sense. That is very new to me. Again, I have a super cool article that I can send you later on to. Oh, for sure. For sure. It's uh, it's something completely new to me. I, I wasn't really aware of that. Again, it's part of my ignorance. That's why I'm doing this. That's why I Actually, asked. Nobody knows. Even in the LGBTQ community, like, pansexuals are so not known. Okay. But, but like... Let's say, for example, you go to the Pride Parade here in Chicago, which mm-hmm. is in like a couple of weeks. I think yes. it's like, yeah, and and you go. Is there like a certain way that they can I- identify someone that's pansexual or? Did, so pansexuals like... have a pink, yellow, blue flag. Okay. Um. So that's our flag because, if I'm not mistaken, this is the way I see it: pink for girls, yellow for everyone, and blue for boys. Hmm. I think that's what it kind of means because then you have like the lesbian flag that's like a ton of different kinds of like pinks and reds. Mm -hmm. And then you have bisexual flag that is like pink, purple, and blue because it's boys, both girls kind of thing. So then our flag is that I'm just going to dress in like all um, the whole gay flag because I bought my outfit already, but I'll do like a makeup that kind of has a flag. But most people don't really know about it because, like, if we're honest, like everyone just wants to know about the gay boys. Like, privilege again. Like everyone just wants to know about the gay boys. Like gay boys are cool. Lesbians are all right. Everything else after that is like <laughs> you're what? <laughs> so you're gay. <laughs> what yeah and for a long time that's kind of how i thought so wow this whoa i don't even know what to say this is like mind-blowing to me because (laughs) yeah yeah because i mean like you just said the gay people they like people from their from the same sex you know bisexuals they like both and you know transsexuals and and, and, uh, has nothing to do with their sexuality yeah do with the gender yeah so this this you just opened like a completely different world for me <laughs> pansexual whoa well, that is crazy 
It's very interesting. I, uh, I, for many years, I described myself as bisexual. Uh-huh. <laughs> Sorry. Allergies. Um, it's all right. It's fine. I didn't get allergies until I started living with a white person. Don't ask questions. I don't get it. Mm. Mm, it just, all right. Like, anyway. I started getting them until I moved to Chicago because like that's when like spring is like very, very marked. Mm -hmm. So like you have like all these little things that literally look like snow, but it's just like the pollination or whatever it's called, like falling off the plants and stuff. Like Uh allergies are real, bro. Never went through them with in Mexico, but allergies in Chicago, real shit. Very real. Anyway, yeah. So I described myself as bisexual, like all my life growing up. And then I made, I mean, I met this like trans person that I was super attracted to. And I kind of looked into it and I was like, it just kind of hit me that I was like, I've never really cared about who I'm dating as like the gender that they are. Like, it's never been important to me. So then I kind of looked into it and it was like, it's not about being with a boy or a girl. It's about being with a person and like their personality and everything. And that's what goes. So pansexual was kind of constructed around um, the acceptance of transsexuals and gender neutral people and stuff like that. Okay. It was very interesting. Yeah. Again, you opened a completely different world for me. I'm that glad. Is, I'm glad. That You're is... welcome to come to Pride with me if you want putting you on the spot here but yeah Ooh. you're welcome to <laughs> uh, you know what i'm gonna do i'm gonna put what? this up like like in the middle of july <laughs> so so they never know if i said yes or no uh <laughs> you're gonna see it on your instagram if you go oh yeah that's true that's uh, true um but uh, i was gonna say something okay well yeah. like like for for a straight male like me for example yes you know I, uh, like obviously there's uh n- you talked about privilege. There's a there's a certain privilege, like oh yeah, yeah. like he he's a straight dude, that's cool. But like like with me, for example, and I'm, I'm pretty sure this has happened to a bunch of different guys, to every guy, because like me, I look at a girl, I'm like wow, she's hot. Like if if she's hot, whatever, you know, uh-huh. I have like this 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 sort of like a very quick attraction. It kind of just like it it, yeah. it it comes in and and then it goes away, right? As she walks away, but. It's happened to me where like, like a good looking dude is passing by and I'm like, all right, you know, we just like look at each other, whatever. And then I'm like, whoa, that's a good looking dude. Damn, that's a good looking dude. I I wish I kind of looked like him, you know, (laughs) you know, but, but like you don't really make anything of it. And I I I think that just means you're like in contact with your sexuality. I, I mean, I, I, I guess so. I don't know. I mean don't get me wrong i'm 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 straight i like women but like you definitely look at a like i i can look at someone and be like damn that's a good looking dude you know like not not like oh shit i want to fuck the shit no like not (laughs) not like that you know and i i like to think that my friends are like some handsome guys you know like they can like shit they whoever they they get with they're gonna be lucky girls you know but yeah yeah, I, i i feel like that's that's like really, really taboo. And we've been talking about taboo topics yes. quite a lot. Like, like, uh, I remember. Yeah. 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 Sexuality, LGBTQ in general. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, exactly. And, machismo uh, in this case, like machismo. There you go. That, that you touch yeah, one. Yeah. Like, yeah. 
the topic I mean, that I was going to... Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. That's legit what you're going for. Like, I feel like men are so uncomfortable about talking about how they feel about, like, another man in, like, a... In, like, oh, that man is attractive because they're not in touch with, like, their sexuality. Like, they're... They still have, like, little fears in there. And there's this machismo around us that, like, doesn't allow men to be comfortable with that, you know? There's an episode from, oh, God, what's it called? New Girl, where one of the dudes, he's like, how do I know if he's attractive? I don't know. His name is Nick, and he's amazing. But mm-hmm. he's like, how do I know? And the other guy is like, okay, here's how you know. If you see a guy and you would not mind having his face instead of yours, that means he's attractive. Oh. And I was like, dude, that's so legit. Or like, if you wouldn't mind having his body, that means you don't think he's hot. Which is not wrong. It doesn't mean you want to have sex with him. Like, don't let that side of like your machismo be like bigger. But it does like it does make so much sense, you know, like. I don't know. It just, I just reminded me of what you said. Whoa. Yeah, it does. You're just blowing my mind today. Oh my God. All this, all this knowledge (laughs) that you're dropping on my big ass head. Jesus. I love it. I love it. Um, but yeah, like for example, I'm, I'm going to put, um, do you know who David Beckham is? I'm pretty sure you do. Yes. Okay. I, I I look at David Beckham. Would I want to have his face? Yeah. Would I like to have his body? Yeah, maybe, perhaps, maybe without all of those tattoos, I'd erase a couple. Would I like to have what? his wife? Would I like to have his wife? Uh, fuck yeah, you know. Who's married to it? Oh my god, Victoria. Victoria Beckham. Do you know Victoria Beckham? Part I'm of the Spice Spice Girls. Spice. Shit, something she like hot. That. Yeah, hell yeah. Yeah. So I mean, yeah, but like the, the they hot couple. Yeah, that's a hot couple with very good-looking mm-hmm. kids um yeah like yeah they they did pretty good for themselves um but yeah like like even like in my group of friends for example like like whenever someone would say something like oh damn that that shoe that that guy's shoes are pretty cool or you know he's i like his shirt or whatever bro what the fuck you're gay you're checking him out that's so gay bro you know but like that's like i mean that was us late elementary school early high school you know we're teenagers we don't even know ourselves let alone other people and like everything was gay everything bad was gay you know so it's 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 something that i'm not saying oh only they did it i didn't do it of course i fucking did it come on every every straight guy has done that where they describe something bad as gay you know yes. so i've done it like i'm pan i'm part of like the lgbtq community and i still have done it where i'm like like mostly with my latino friends though and i'll be like i it is you know like which is like yeah. you're so gay now when i'm with a gay friend and this is something that one of my gay friends taught me people if you're straight never freaking say this but he was like it's the jota which means like this gay person i'm not gonna say the derogative in english because i hate it but Mm -hmm. this queer and i was like bro how can you say that that is hurtful to gay people this is my super gay 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 brother (laughs) stepbrother and um 
he was like, no, it's okay. Like, if you're part of the community, it's fine. At least in Mexico. Like, it's okay if you say that. But then, like, if a straight person, like, goes, or, like, if you use it, like, as a negative connotation, it's like, no. Mm-hmm. Mm, don't do that. But it's so normal for, like, at least for Latinos, it's so normal to be like, oh, that's so gay, dude. Yeah, because our our humor is our our humor is very derogative. Yeah, very savage, as we would like, as we say here. Like, we make fun of anyone, anything, and of 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 anything, like any situation. Yeah. It doesn't matter. I don't care. Like, we joke about the worst fucking things. We're we're just pieces of shit. I say weird because obviously me i i joke about some shit that i probably shouldn't joke about you know yeah yeah it's it's like there was a showing from la unam Uh like the university in mexico but they have a chicago unam and it's very small here but i went to a couple of like their art showings and Mm -hmm. one of them was talking about like our version of halloween which is the de muertos Mm -hmm. and they were saying like like all of us those like all the art and stuff it's it's all around us making fun of death because Mexicans, that's the way we deal. Like as a general community, not that everyone does it, but like as a general community, we're all chandlers from friends. You know, we all deal by making fun of shit. <laughs> yeah, we even use like different terms to 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 say someone died. You know, like yeah. in, in Spanish, uh, colgó los tenis, se petateó, <laughs> chupó faros, ya caducó. <laughs> yeah you know it's it, it's completely different i wish i can translate this for people who don't speak right? spanish but you can't it's uh, impossible nope it is absolutely impossible wow you know oh. how many times i'm like laying on my couch mm-hmm. while my roommate's watching some like light i mean some tv and i'm on my phone looking at memes and i want to like show her a spanish meme so she can laugh with me and i can't because she won't understand it it's so frustrating well she should learn so, some spanish oh she's trying but still oh. like, like specific things like you were saying like those are so much harder yeah to, like someone it's like when i moved here and people were like why do you talk like you're from like 2001 and i'm like well because i fucking learned from friends so like chill <laughs> well yeah yeah that makes sense if you if you learn how to speak from a show that was relevant uh well 2001, yeah, 2001 yeah, then, yeah. Of course. yeah so uh, that that makes perfect sense but yeah, yeah. Go, going back to to this Dating. yeah to the scheduled breakup because that was a long parenthesis right there yes. um it was a great parenthesis though. yeah that was pretty cool that was a nice side <laughs> conversation there um so you schedule this this breakup well they scheduled it for you how how do you prepare for this because like do you prepare for like you do for a game? You have your headphones on and you're just like getting hyped. You're punching a wall. You're smacking yourself. You're like, how do you prepare prepare yourself for this? So um, half of me is um, trying to go for a I don't care approach. And like, I'm like, I want to look super cute and like have my makeup on and like have like a really cute outfit on and be like, yeah, get it on soon. Cause I need to go out and do things, you know, like you're not my thing. Fuck you. And then the other half of me is like, I just want to like be in my PJs, you know, and be comfy and like time, like, you know, I'm going to cry a shit ton. Like I, I just, I'm not ready. And I, and, and that's very honest. Like I don't, 
like I don't meet a lot of amazing people. We we don't meet like we meet cool people, but we don't meet and interact and actually have a connection with a lot of amazing people as human beings because we are assholes as a as as a general speaking thing. And you know when you meet, I don't know if it's happened to you, you're very young, but I mean, I'm only four years older than you, but still, like, you're a very young person. <laughs> I feel like you're very young at heart, too. Maybe. But, I don't know. I mean, wise, don't get me wrong, but just young at heart, like, youthful, if that makes sense. I'm a very old, old heart person. Like, I just, I just want to, like, lay down all the time. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, cuddling and, like, snacks is my weekend, you know, like, chill some queer eye and I'm done. But so that other, like, I was just talking about this with my roommate. I was like, I just, I've met someone who is so worth my time. And so, or I thought the person that I met, I thought was so worth my time and so amazing. I am not ready to be done with, getting to know them Mm -hmm. you know yeah like there's times where like you have a fight or you have many fights you have a toxic relationship or an unhealthy relationship and you know it's time to let go but we have one of the most just healthy relationships i've ever had in my life and the relationship talking in general like friendships and and like romantic relationships um it's just so healthy. Like we, we help each other like grow and like figure shit out and like see things that maybe we wouldn't have seen on our own. And I just, I don't think I've ever felt this like, and this is going to sound stupid, but I've never felt this mature about like a relationship where I'm like, I can let you go. I am just not ready to, not get to know you anymore let me ask you this yeah Uh, just real quick let me ask you this do you do you think there's something that you can do to save this situation perhaps oh god man i wish i could you know i shit i i i have a tough background i i've been the person that he is so many times he is so like just the person that doesn't want commitment that wants like, like just being on his side of, of the story in this case, like that's the person I've been for the last six years of my life, which is how long I've been like officially single. Um, and I just go back and I see myself when I was him in like in a situation where I was him. And I don't think there's anything that that person could have told me that would have changed my mind. Yet now that I am older and that I've gone through this, I say, shit, I wish I had listened to them. You know, like I wish I had like opened up my ears and just like made sure that I kept them as a part of my life. And I like made them acknowledge that I care for them in a different way. But I don't think that's going to be able to happen. Like, I think he's just very concentrated on the fact that hey, you know what? I don't have time for this shit or whatever he's going to tell me tomorrow. We need to end. That's it. And I'm not a begging person, you know? Like, I don't have a problem with people that beg. Like, 
I mean, all the power to you, bro. But like, I don't do that. I understand because I don't, I hate doing that shit too. And I feel like I'm just going to be like, well, chill. There's nothing I can do to change your mind. So like, I appreciate you. And here I am in like so many tears because that's all I can do. And I don't, I, I don't think there's anything I can do to save it. And I, oh my God, Alex, you have no idea how much I wish there was. No idea. No idea. Oh my God. Wow. Well, it this... happens. Shit, it happens. Yeah. You know, like yeah. we all fall in love with the wrong person at some point of our lives. And yeah. we fall in love with the wrong person over and over again until we fall in love with for the right person. And then that's it. Or Sometimes. or we fall in love with the right person at the wrong time. That yes, yes. That happens yes. a lot too. Yes. That's so true. Yeah, so uh that's why I'll rather stay single. It's not <laughs> like it, it's not like people girls are clamoring, like, oh my god, I wanna go out You're with it. Dude, I'm sure there's some girls. Oh, thank you. I appreciate that. Uh I'm pretty sure there are, but I, I don't I don't have time and you see like thing but you have your priorities set and you're working so hard on yourself that sometime it's gonna come and you're gonna have your heartbreaks and you're gonna have your like not heartbreaks like shit's gonna work out and you're gonna have all these experiences but the important thing is you're working on you and you're becoming more aware of yourself and that's what's important yeah of course it is and you know you you mentioned heartbreaks which heartbreak do you think is worse a professional heartbreak like like in 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 your job or in your career or a heartbreak like the one that you're experiencing right now i mean no heartbreak is fun but yeah i think both i'm going through both sort of so i come like talking about like just my background i'm a musician i'm a vocalist mm-hmm. and I was in bands for a long time and we have a, we had a really bad disagreement, um, which all this time I thought it was my fault. Like I would keep blaming myself. And then somebody that I did not know was in the picture came to me and they were like, nah, dude, like this is what actually happened behind the scenes that you didn't know about. Like you, you, you chill. This is not your fault, which was really relieving. If you know anxiety, that was just so relieving mm. to be like, yeah. that weight away from me but I had to step away from that band and then I moved to a different country and now that I'm in the US people don't seem to believe that I know how to do things even though I was a creative director at 19 or 20 Wow! and now I moved here and they're like yeah I don't think you know and I'm like I know I swear, like I've done so much shit, but they don't believe me here. And now it's like, okay, you've been so away from like what you like from what you want to do in advertising that we can't really just set you back in that. So I and like that's my heartbreak from that side, you know, like knowing that there's nothing I can really do right now to just like jump back in it. When when I was younger, it was like this. I was just like prodigy not child but like teen young adult sort of that like didn't really have to fight for opportunities but opportunities kind of fought for her and now I'm like in this place where I just don't seem like I just don't think I can I don't feel like I can get anywhere you know what I'm saying and Mm -hmm. that's the same kind of heartbreak honestly like I think it haunts me just as much as my emotional like romantic 
heartbreaks because they're both your future. They're yeah. Both, they, they're both connected to like your success as a human being. Your success. I, I, I believe that success is being not happy because I feel like happiness mostly as a person with a mental illness is so stupid to reach to because happiness is a feeling, not an actual like thing you can do for a long time. Mm-hmm. But content, you know, being content with what you have and being content with your success and how far you've gotten emotional and um, just business success are both necessary to feel that success as at least for me, not maybe not for everyone, but at least for me. So I feel like at least for me, like heartbreak from both sides feels just as strong. It's just I feel like emotional one happens more to me because I am just such a little like, um, what's it called? I mean, just like, I just I just really like people. I love people, and I just I have little crushes every week, and then, <laughs> but I don't like fall for people. Obviously, every week I'm just saying like, I just have a little heartbreaks here and there, but. No, I really do think, I mean, I think that's a very good question. I really do think that both of them have an extremely heavy weight on people. Yeah, and we deal with them a little a little differently, all of us. But, uh, yes. but yeah, I, I mean, I I feel like there's obvious, obvious frustration, like, both both ways. When, when you get your heart broken from, uh, because of another person in a, in a relationship or professionally, but... I don't know. I feel like uh, you can you can cope with them the same way, can't you? I mean, there's always you you can always say to yourself, well, there's going to be other opportunities. There's going to be other other ways that I can achieve my end goal. So, I mean, there are definitely ways to to cope with it, to deal with it. And it's part of the journey. Right. I mean, you, you can't avoid it. You definitely can't avoid it at all. Like if you avoid never getting heartbroken or I mean, if you avoid getting heartbroken, then that means you're not ever going to fall in love because by avoiding the heartbreak, you have to avoid the reason why people get heartbroken, which is falling in love in the first place. Mm -hmm. And then if you get, if you're going to avoid having failures in your, in your career, that means that you're also going to avoid taking chances and maybe having the opportunity to be successful. So you're always going to be in this like mediocre, is that the word for it? Uh, yeah. In that like mediocre state yeah, of, mediocre. of mind, I guess. I always going to be in that mediocre state of mind. Like you're always going to be like, okay, I'm not going to take chances to win, but that means I won't lose. So I'm fine with it. Which if that is your idea of success as a person, then that's fine with you. But at least for me, it isn't. Mm-hmm. So you have to take all these chances where you might fall and be in a really low point for a while, but also you, you're going to learn. Because all those low points are the only opportunity in life that we get to learn. When we're up there and we're happy and we're excited and we're getting everything that we want and we're in love and this shit, we're not learning. <laughs> Absolutely we're not. not. Right? No, no we're way. Getting all of the like, we're getting all of the rewards from from all the learning we've done before, from all the failing we've done it before. But that's not a learning curve. That's just the exciting reward. But you can't get to rewards if you don't fall as well, if you don't fail as well. 
So it's just part of it. And it's it's sad. I mean, it's, it's so sad that we literally have to cry ourselves to sleep a couple of times in our lives or many times in our lives, in my case, in order to like get to a, a place of real content and like really appreciate every good thing that you get in life. But it's the only way that you can really get to that content point and to really, really appreciate all the good. You have to go through all the bad. Yeah. Like, like I mentioned, part of the journey and your knowledge. Yeah. Your knowledge is beyond me. That is, uh, some good stuff that you've been, that you've been saying today. And, uh, I'll, I'll, I'll leave you with this one. There's a, there's this coach, the soccer coach that says, I play for the love of winning and I don't fear losing. So, um, I can't remember his name. I wish I could remember his name, but yeah, that just sums up everything that you said. Just um, a little thing. There's a book that recently helped me just kind of change my, the, the way that I see success mm-hmm. and like the way that I, I carry myself in a lot of ways. It's called the, ah, uh, fuck, what is it called? The, wait, give me a second. Just mm-hmm. give me a second. No. You can edit this, so it's good, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I can't. No worries. It's, it's called. Yeah. Wait. It's also okay. So it's a book called "The Subtle Art of Not Giving a Fuck." Uh, who wrote it? It sounds super uh, familiar. Subtle art of not giving a fuck. Okay, so it is by Mark Manson. Okay, I've he heard a couple wrote- YouTubers talk about it. He just wrote the second one that I can't remember the name of it. I'm, I haven't read it because I'm reading a different book right now. But honestly, it shaped my brain differently. Like, I don't think I would be tackling this breakup as good as I am right now if it wasn't for that book. Or this, like, failure in my work split, like, in my career, sort of. Or any of the things that are going bad. This book really was one of the things that was, like, an eye-opener. And I was like, shit. I'm not special. Like everyone's going through shit. I need to get like, just like chill and like really see things the way that they actually are. And not just in my little dramatic ass brain. I love that. I love that attitude. And let's end it on that book recommendation because they're going to think that we are very smart. And I want to associate myself with smart people. (laughs) Marlo. Don't ghost people, okay? We can have a whole conversation on that. But when we're talking about dating, stop ghosting people. Have balls. Anyway, you can say goodbye now. <laughs> All right, Marlo. Thank you so much for doing this. Uh, you want to give your social media? Uh, you yeah, should so plug I'm the on, podcast for sure. The yes, one that we so did. Instagram and Facebook and Twitter mostly as Marlo C. Reyes, which is M A R L O C. R-E-Y-E-S. And the podcast that Alex was amazing in um, is Caguamas and Dramas. It's a Spanish podcast about mental health awareness. And it's just about ending all the, well, not all of them, but like trying to work on ending the taboos around mental health um, illnesses and in the Latino community mostly, which is why I'm doing it in Spanish. And um, I'd love to have you guys there and like listen to it if you guys speak Spanish. 
And Alex did a great job. So if you want to like be super freaking happy listening to his cute ass voice again, then just go and check it out. There you go, ladies and gentlemen. It was a hell of a time over there on on her hell show. Yeah. That was fucking dope. All right. And uh, as for me, you can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Alex Perez FC. Uh, subscribe to the show on Ooh. Apple Podcasts and on Spotify. That shit goes a long way. Share it with uh, with your mom, with your dad, with your friends. Give it five stars. Yes, five stars. Five stars. We don't take anything less. Uh, and uh, uh, what was I going to say? Yeah. Thank you again, Marlo. I appreciate your yeah, time. No let's, time man. Yep, let's do it again soon. Take care, okay. everyone. Take care, everyone, and goodbye. Boom. Roast. Bye.